Hey, well, I am super excited to launch a new series called Life in the Psalms. Keep calm and read a psalm or whatever you'd like to call it. Um, it's my conviction that at this time of year, life can get a little sideways. Have you experienced that? The run up to Christmas, everybody's got big lists to do before Christmas. Jobs, you know, it's the pressure of getting things done and then everybody wants to catch up with everybody else. What it can do in the soul is actually create a bit of a fraught, tense time. And we wonder why we get to Christmas Day and Aunt Margaret has a ding-dong with uh, some cousin or something, you know, because we're stretched. Well, here's a change for you. Keep calm and read a psalm. Here's what we're going to do. And I'm pretty excited about this. It's my conviction that being in the Word of God is the greatest thing that you can do for your soul. But the enemy will try to keep you from this book. And it's my experience as a pastor for almost 20 years that the greatest battle for people is actually to pick this thing up and do it. And, and I've seen stats of church. <laughs> you know, this is Christians reading the Bible, let alone other people. Uh, this is not to make you feel guilty. This is about helping you to find the richness of the Word of God for your soul that this month will be full of life. You really will engage with God Himself on the inside. So what we're doing towards that is, is a LifeBuild Academy course, which the QR is down the bottom of that, uh, and then a reading plan. And you'll see here that there's four chunks or bands of Psalms here. We've got Starting with wisdom, next week is trusting psalms. Third one is lamenting psalms, which is about how to, how to be sorrowful. The psalms are full of that. Um, and then praise psalms on, on the last week. There is a reading plan I have handpicked, 28 psalms grouped around those themes, uh, including Psalm 119 next Sunday. So if you're late for church, I'll know why. Still reading Psalm 119, which is the longest psalm, so be warned. <laughs> Wake up half an hour earlier. But see, here's, here's the thing. If, if we can do this together and alone, it will really help us. Now, together, now it's basically in the Life Build Academy. It's just, it's just our kind of community forum. It's, it's a place where we can share ideas. You might have a great insight of, of that psalm for that day, and you can just share that thought. You know, it might really bless somebody else. Um, so that commend that to you, stick that in your Bible, put it on your fridge, um, make that uh, a really important part of this month. And then on the last day, I think which is the 26th, the last Sunday, four weeks time, we're going to have a quiz called Psalm Quiz. <laughs> and I'm looking for contestants. Now, it will be nice. This is not hard quiz. This is Psalm Quiz. So... We'll be friendly to people. But if you'd like to have a shot, come and chat to me. Be on a panel, be on the quiz, um, all around the Psalms, uh, and have a whole lot of fun at the same time. That'll be on, on the 26th uh, in about four weeks' time. Okay, <laughs> let me pray. Let's start. Lord Jesus, as we come around your word, I'm praying that you speak to us together. Individually, 
that we would find the riches of your sons. And Lord, that in, in, this, in this day and age of busyness and confusion, that, that your, your word would be crystal clear to us. Thank you for this blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Come with me to Psalm 1. What better place to start than Psalm 1? It says, Blessed is the man, the woman, the person, the child. Blessed who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He's like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Let's come back to, to verse 1. What a, what a rich, rich psalm. Just to kick it off, 150 psalms, mostly of David, but they actually stretch back to Moses. And then after David, there's like a huge chunk of time that these psalms are written in. They're grouped in themes and, and all sorts of things, but, but there's a common thing in here. It's an expression of the soul. It's poetry. It's song. It doesn't come to us as literature, you know, something to study. It doesn't come to us as, as a novel or, or another part. It it's actually helps us reflect poetry. And it says, blessed, how, how happy that word means. You are happy if. Do you want to be happy in life? Do you want to be rich in your soul? Do you want to be blessed by God? Well, here's some tips. Don't walk in the counsel of the wicked. Now, that's the advice. That's what, that word means advice. You know, when you, when you seek advice, you know, talk to your mum. Mum, what should I do now? Talk to your dad. Talk to a trusted friend. We seek advice from all kinds of people. The psalmist is saying, don't, don't don't seek the advice of people who don't have credibility in life. The people who want to destroy life. The wicked is the, is the morally wrong or the, the ungodly. Just don't be led by them. Don't, don't let the opinions of them form your direction. It's not hard to find the opinions of the ungodly in today's world. It's all over the news. It's all over social media, you know, we have to be discerning. There's a whole lot of information that we go, you know what? I was watching TV. I was actually watching Hard Quiz, getting some tips. And one of the themes was some band, some kind of pretty off band, but somebody was the expert theme. And I just turned it off. So I, I actually don't need to know about this band. I, I just don't want to know. <laughs> and it's refreshing to actually turn it off. Sometimes you've got to turn things off. Turn your screen off. Turn the influence that you just, you just don't need. It's not going to help you in life. Find the off switch. Blessed. Don't walk in their ways. Don't stand in the way of sinners. So stand means it's to take one stand. You know, like, a, like I'm going to stand up and represent something. It's that kind of word. Don't stand in the, in the manner of people who get it wrong all the time. And don't sit in the seat of scoffers. It's a great language, isn't it? A scoffer is someone who's scornful, who, who talks arrogantly, who, who mouths off. Literally, it's, it's set your mouths against the heavens. Don't, don't, don't kind of sit in the seat. Don't sit in the seat of wisdom rather than sit in the seat of scoffers. 
don't, don't really get your influence from those who mouth off about good things. Paul thinks, sorry. Sit, sit in good in wisdom. In other words, be really discerning about who's influencing you. And you don't need to join them. What, what I like about this psalm, it says, well, don't, don't even try and argue against them. Don't, don't try and answer back. Don't try and get on Facebook and address every wrong, every thought. Just, just leave it. It doesn't say that. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't say argue back and make your case. It just says find your delight somewhere else. Find your goodness somewhere else. It says his delight, her delight, is in the law of the Lord, verse 2. What do you delight in? What do you find pleasure in? What do you long for? Do you find yourself dreaming for a holiday in Hawaii? You find yourself longing for something or a future state or maybe it's to get married or maybe it's something good, something blessing. And sometimes we find ourselves longing for something. Maybe it's a, a new job or, or a new situation or a change context or something. And, and we find ourselves longing for something. That's, that's the kind of word. It's a heart's desire. And sometimes we long for things like that. You know, I long for a new car. I long for a thing. But so often these things don't always satisfy. But, but this says, delight is in the law of the Lord. What is the law of the Lord? Well, well back when this psalm was written, this, this wasn't written. Obviously, because it's writing it as he's writing it's been written as he writes. So, so the law of the Lord is really, it means the instruction of God. So it's the first five books. Back then was, was, a, was a package, the Torah. But really it's, it's the ways of God, the instructions of God. It says delight in the law of the Lord, the instruction or the direction or the ways of God. Just be humble enough to want this. So many people in our age want their own things or think their own ways are right. But, but it's kind of like having the courage to submit yourself to the instruction or to the ways of God. To be under that is much more powerful. Find your delight in the ways of God. I tell you, the ways of God are incredible. God's mercy, God's justice, God's freedom. God's life, God's sacrifice, God's loving kindness. You could just, you could spend a day meditating on the loving kindness of God or the justice of God or the goodness of God or the freedom of God or the creativity of God or the blessing of God. You know, these are the things that actually fuel our soul. He says, delight, delight in them. Delight, delight. don't just read it and go, oh, that's a good idea. But like, take, take that thought into your heart and go, man, I'm going to meditate on it, it says. Meditate day and night. His delight, her delight, is in the law of the Lord. And on His law, meditates day and night. To meditate means to speak to oneself. To muse. It's not, it's not emptying your mind. There's, a, there's a, you know, an Eastern tradition of just trying to empty my mind. 
I find that scary because there's <laughs> not much there. You know, just empty yourself. Yeah, I know what I'm, I know what's in there. It's not good. Actually, Christian meditation is filling my mind with the thoughts of God. It's not emptying it. It's, it's, being, it's taking a word, a thought, or something from God and ruminating on that like a fine meal, just enjoying that slowly over and over again. Meditate on the Word of God. Speak to oneself. Take time. So let's get a little bit practical. How, how do you actually do this? What, what does it look like to, to delight in the ways of God and to meditate on it? Here's something that, that I'm, I'm teaching you through the Lifebuild Academy this month. It's something that I've been doing, I reckon, about 10 years. Every day, I find myself in a psalm. And I have other readings as well. And I write it down, and I'm, I'm old school. I have, a, I have a Bible plan. Okay, here it is. I tick it off. How old school is that? And I read, you know, chunks of Scripture in a day, and that's a year's plan. I don't always get through it in a year, if I'm honest. But I like to know where I'm going. But as well as reading other parts of the Scripture, I always read a psalm. And I find that a psalm is rich. And this is what I do. Spend a moment praying. Lord, just, just show me today in this psalm something that you've got for me to think about. So I read through it. Because you know the Bible is living and active. Like this is not a textbook. It's the Word of God. It's actually alive. The Bible talks like it's a sword. It, it discerns, it cuts, it dissects. It's, it, this thing is alive. The Holy Spirit will, will use this Word to speak directly to us. So I read through it once. And then I say, Lord, what, what is there? Is there something in this book that you want me to think about today? And I read it again. And I, and I usually, not always, but usually there'll be some passage, some word, something that the Holy Spirit is saying, hey, think upon this thing. And so I circle, I get my little pencil out and I circle it and I put a date on it. And then I grab my journal and then I write that scripture out and then I reflect on it. I think on it. Now that's, that's the way I work. I'm a, I'm a writer. Uh, you might be a photographer, you might be an artist, you might be, you know, some other way of expressing that thought, right? But it's good to represent that thought from Scripture. Do you want to draw it? Sketch it. What is it for you? I'm good with words. I'm not good with paintings. <laughs> Somehow represent that. But then the meditation bit, you need to remember that word for the day. I, I was reading an old book and I, and I found this practice I used to do got an old business card and I just used to write that that verse for that day this was back in the days when I was a school teacher and I just stood in my top pocket and I just have that there and when I had a like a slow moment in the day or a down moment I just pull it out oh that's right that's what God was talking to me about this morning and I just kind of meditate on it these days I just put it on my phone I just take a screenshot or something and just that's that's my kind of word for the day that God has shown me in the morning from the Psalms that, that I can ruminate on. And I like to just to let that play through my mind during the day. 
This is not even memorizing Scripture, because I'm terrible at that, if I'm honest. This is, this is actually taking the living Word of God and, and letting it flow through me so that I've got a, a, a richness about that. That's what I do. Find something for you. Copy that if, if it, you need something. Maybe, maybe there's another thing that you do that, that just makes the Word of God come alive to you during the day. So it's about being engaged with it in the morning. Maybe take 10 minutes. And then, sorry, i got lots of stuff up here. And then during the day, just, just chew on that one passage that you feel like God has shown you, and it will actually be life to you during the day. And it's how the Word of God works. It's not just information. It's, it's to change and to fuel our soul. And I love the Psalms because often they're like, they're complaints to God. Ever wanted to complain to God? We'll just open the Psalms. Jesus. Jesus used a Psalm on the cross. Did you know that? He pulled out Psalm 22. It was in his head. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's a Psalm, Psalm 22. You see, he knew his Psalms. So you can pull those out when there's a great injustice. Pull out a psalm when you're in, in trouble. Pull out a psalm when you're afraid. Pull out a psalm when you're ecstatic and want to praise God. Pull out a psalm when you don't know what to do. Pull out a psalm. That's, that's why the, the richness of the psalms will fuel your soul. And suddenly you've got a great connection to the Word of God. The result? Verse 3. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither, and all that he does, he prospers. What a promise. Do you see that? Verse 2 talks about how delight in the word of the Lord and meditate on it day and night. And the result, you will be like a tree. Planted by streams of water. Now, I, I've been planting trees lately. I love trees. I plant trees. I wish they'd grow quicker. I try and water them. They grow, grow, grow. Because I, I want shade. I want canopy. I've got, I've got a peach tree that's kind of there. It takes years, years to grow a tree around here because it's so dry. Trees take time. But if you water them, they grow. If you put them in the right place, they grow. That's what's happening here. Do you want to be like a tree planted by the streams of water, like planted by the Macquarie, where there's, where there's roots can go down, where you've got fertile soil, you've got good you know, environment, and there'll be fruit, fruit in season, in season. This might take time. See, the ways of God are slow. We live in a world where we want instant. I don't want to wait for my trees. Wish I could get a big crane and just plant a massive tree. We don't like slow, but, but God is into slow. Because that's how it works. Bit by bit. Bit by bit. You're going to be fruitful. Your leaf won't wither. Which means, you know, end of a hot summer's day, trees looking pretty pretty withery, you're going to be fresh and green. There's life that's going to give. You're going to give shade and fruit to people around you. There's going to be moisture and life flourishing for other people. And then it says, in all 
that he does, he prospers. Whatever you put your mind to, whatever you put your hand to, you'll find that life prospers. It flourishes. It doesn't mean that it's always going to be easy, but there's going to be a favor of God on your life. I've found that in my own world. Things I put my hand to, it usually works. Not, not because I'm particularly smart, but because I just I absorb myself on the inside in the Word of God and, and somehow it flows out. That's how it works. The Bible is not an instruction manual. The Bible transforms our soul, and out of a healthy soul flows life. It's the inner life that works. So how does it work? This is the key to success in life. Ignore the wicked, the sinners, the scoffers, the verse 1. Don't listen to them. Don't argue back. Park them. Delight and meditate. On the instructions of God. Find yourself in the Word of God. Find yourself in the Psalms. Delight in them. Enjoy them. Find just one or two words or a phrase. Write it down. Meditate on it. And then watch it change you. So what happens is that you actually get changed on the inside. Your attitudes, your values, your things you love, your desires, your thoughts, they they start to change on the inside and suddenly you find yourself thinking differently about life. Suddenly you find yourself with, with desires for things. That, Hang on, I didn't used to love people, but now I like people. Hang on, I didn't used to like this, but now I feel like God is calling me into this because God is bringing life. Your inner life flourishes and then it actually comes out, living water, flowing like trees. Are you, are you ready? Are you ready to do this? I feel like this month could be so rich for you. Even if life is busy, even if there's pressure, you're going to find yourself in a stream of God because you're connected to the Word of God and you're flourishing. And we're doing it together so we can cheer each other on. We have a church, we're together. John, great word this morning. <laughs> the fellowship of people together is, is so powerful. So, well, let's practice. I'm going to get the musos to come up. Before we finish, I want you to practice this. We're going to pull. Now, if you've got your Bible with you or a phone or something like that, otherwise we're going to pull Psalm 1 uh, verse 3 up on the screen here. Now, if you've got a Bible or an app on your phone or something like that, I want you to open up to Psalm 1. You might just need a few more lights, guys. You know, you're creating the atmosphere. But let's, let's find. So find a Psalm. Psalm 1. And I'm going to lead you through something. I'm going to ask that the Holy Spirit would identify something for you. Something that you feel like God is speaking to you about. This is where it gets really, really exciting. Now, I've taught you something, but now I want the Holy Spirit to show you something. I want you to take just a couple of minutes and ask the Lord, what, is there something that you want me to look at and to meditate on today?
Is there something for me to chew on? Is there something for me to, to sit with? Just from Psalm 1. And then I want you to just write it down. Take a screenshot. Do something that just says, all right, here, here is the, the thought from God that I'm going to think on and dwell on today. And you will find that meditation, that soul life becoming life. So let me pray. Holy Spirit, as we together read Psalm 1, I'm praying that you speak to us. I'm praying for the, the living Word of God to jump off the page into people's souls. And that this Word will be life-giving. So Lord, speak through your Word to each of us. Amen. Let's take two or three minutes just in the presence of God right now. Screenshot something, just remember it when you get home, jot it down, and let this word from God to you actually take root and actually flourish. And, and you'll see as you meditate on that, you're starting to put down roots into life giving moisture. Inside of you will start to be transformed more and more, and you will see life flowing out. Let me just pray for you before I hand over to Rome. Lord Jesus, I'm praying that this word that you've spoken to people would be life-giving. You give each of us the courage to just to keep picking that up during the day, to meditate on this day and night, and, and to see fruit flow from that. Pray for your blessing on people this month each person will be able to be engaged in your word and the Psalms. And I'm praying for a richness, a brand new richness, a season of life 
a season of blessing as, as their soul is nourished in a busy time. Lord, bless each person here and online, the recording, as they take up this beautiful time.